millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there and welcome to the Explaining History podcast and I'm going to talk today uh, about the Indian nationalist leader Subhas Chandra Bose, um, a fascinating and um, at the time and since divisive figure, uh, a hero to uh, some within the Indian independence movement, to others a traitor, a bete noir to the uh, British um, and also a, a, a kind of a, a, an interesting sort of paradox for us. Um, he died before it, was, uh, before it was possible to ascertain the extent to which um, his role was pivotal in Indian independence. But I would say it's, it's um, a, a very significant role indeed. Um, and one which uh, arguably um, has more significance even than individuals such as uh, such as Gandhi, um, Subhas Chandra Bose was the leader of the Indian National Army. The Indian National Army was a creation uh, of uh, in, in large part of of the Japanese, and Bose um, believed that he would march. Uh, at the head of an Indian division uh, backed by a, a Japanese army into India from Burma. He actually ends his days um, flying out of Taiwan, being killed in a plane crash uh, following the uh, uh, dropping of the atomic bombs on uh, Japan, um, heading for Manchuria where he wanted personally to surrender to Stalin, but we'll, we'll come to that story shortly. Chandra Bose was a Calcuttan. He was uh, born in Orissa, and he um, was uh, part of the kind of the respected Indian uh, middle class. Unlike um, others, he such as Nehru uh, and indeed Gandhi, um, he was educated. Uh, had a, a formal British education. And he uh, went to Britain where he um, achieved uh, extraordinary uh, results uh, at university. He uh, trained at the, uh, as a civil servant um, and was, to all intents and purposes, part of this uh, upwardly mobile Anglo-Indian mercantile 
bourgeois class who were um, groomed, essentially groomed to be the, the, the next sort of senior administrators of India. Uh, the only problem for the um, colonial um, government in India was that Bose and um, a number of young men like him were fiercely proud nationalists and uh, whilst they wanted to uh, access the education of the British Empire and the uh, you know, use whatever the British Empire could offer, they refused to accept the, the dominance of white British colonial, um, colonial uh, governors and masters over India itself. So he was uh, unlikely ever really to cooperate um, he was, uh, a by the late 1920s, a pivotal figure in the Congress Party, becoming the General Secretary. And by 1928, he had already done several stints in prison, um, being uh, arrested in 1925 as a prominent nationalist, and uh, being imprisoned in Mandalay in Burma, which was a, a great place to put away um, the more troublesome members of the Congress Party, because it really, Burma really is a, a, a backwater at this point. And the Burmese uh, people, are their national movement is really quite a different affair to that of the Congress movement. After a second bout in prison, um, uh, Bose um, emerged and uh, in 1930 found himself uh, elected as the Congress Mayor of Calcutta. Uh, later in the 1930s, he travels to Europe, and a lot of his um, revolutionary nationalist ideas are kind of tempered within the um, polarizing climate of Europe at the time. He meets uh, Mussolini, and um, he is, by all accounts, quite impressed by um, Mussolini's brand of fascism. Um, the extent to which Bose himself could be seen as fascist is, is quite questionable, um, despite his various flirtations with Nazi Germany and uh, Imperial Japan, as we shall see uh, subsequently. Um, the, um, the, the sympathetic way of looking at those particular liaisons were that they were... Um, Marriages of convenience. Um, it's entirely doubtful whether Bose endorsed any of the kind of racial ideas that Nazi Germany put forward. For example, there's there's a, unfortunately um, a, a great and a historical tendency to start lumping anyone that ever met Hitler in with Hitler's specific um, goals and objectives. The uh, there are many people who were naive in going to visit Hitler. There are many people who believed that um, Nazism could potentially be um, progressive. I mean, obviously misguided in in that view. I mean, you have politicians like nineteen thirty eight David Lloyd George going to visit Hitler, for example. Um, he is seldom being accused of being uh, a genocidal anti semite. Um, so. There are um, people who simply the simply visits to Nazi Germany does not alone make one a Nazi. He was elected president of the uh, Indian National Congress uh, in 1938. 
But by 1939, as it looked increasingly likely that there would be a war in Europe, a war which could be exploited by the nationalist movement in India, and certainly the Japanese had every intention to exploit European, the, the weakness of European powers uh, in Asia, uh, Bose um, put forward a manifesto of unconditional swaraj, um, unconditional demands for self-rule, and if this included violent struggle, then so be it. And at this point, um, Gandhi intercedes, and there is a confrontation between the two. Gandhi's position within the uh, Congress movement is uh, so powerful that um, it forces uh, Bose to either withdraw these ideas or to break with Congress. Bose himself, um, a fantastically um, self-opinionated man, I think one could say, um, arrogant and stubborn, would never have compromised with Gandhi and uh, viewed Gandhi and uh, his uh, non-violent uh, movement as being uh, utterly, utterly naive. Now, we are used to um, understanding uh, Gandhi through the means of the famous Richard Attenborough film on him and through all sorts of um, internet memes about uh, Gandhi's non-violence aphorisms. But um, there were... Gandhi's own ideas about non-violence were um, part of a kind of a, 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 a part of a kind of a long period of transition. Uh, Gandhi uh, believed in uh, on the eve of the First World War that it would be probably in India's interests to fight in the First World War um, to gain independence, and also because the British Empire, bad though it was, was still worth defending. Um, in that it was able um, to uh, capable of giving some kind of notion of, um, of of liberalism and democracy around the world, uh, and that no such um, no such concessions would come from whatever successor state snapped up India uh, at the end of a, a successful war against Britain. So, um, yeah, Gandhi is, uh, we, it's important not to see him in absolute, uh, in absolute terms. Um, he was a, 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 quite a pragmatist when it came to these, uh, these matters. And Bose was, um, on the other side of the spectrum, believing that um, the, uh, it was naive and sentimental to... Ignore the possibility of armed struggle, particularly um, when the opponents of Indian independence were heavily armed themselves and following events such as the Amritsar massacre would have no qualms about using armed force where necessary. Now, despite having um, a, a dim view of British rule, Bose was uh, in touch with uh, a great many um, liberal British intellectuals of the 1930s who were um, opposed to or dubious uh, about empire. Um, much of the Labour Party, Stafford Cripps, Harold Lasky, um, Clement Attlee, Arthur Greenwood, and um, also uh, intellectuals like G.D.H. Cole, our correspondence with um, um, Bose 
And Bose was a great fan of Kemal um, Ataturk of Turkey, uh, who the, the British banned him from uh, being able to, to meet up with. He saw that um, Ataturk's uh, control of Turkey, where he'd imposed kind of secular, um, secular modernism and statism, um, was what India would have to be uh, uh, would would have to in, um, experience uh, following independence, and that it would have to be authoritarian. Uh, India, a multi-ethnic, uh, multi-religious, uh, diverse and chaotic country, with um, a uh, divisive caste system. Bose argued there was no way that you could simply allow. Um, a kind of a small state and an anarchic democracy to emerge. Instead, you know, the Indians would need to be taught, and perhaps in a quite a tough way, how to exist in the modern world. On the other hand, from the Conservative Party came a barely concealed racism. Uh, during the um, run-up to the war, Bose was not entertained by anyone from the Conservative Party, on, in large part because he was a politician who came from the Dominions, um, and a, um, a member of His Majesty's government or of the Conservative Party would, on a point of principle, not entreat with someone like Bose, and this did nothing to uh, make the uh, future leader of the Indian National Army more uh, inclined to his, his British overlords. And when the Viceroy of India, Lord Linlithgow, uh, declared war on Nazi Germany on India's behalf without even consulting the Congress party, uh, the, it was Bose who organised the protests. Bose was um, arrested uh, and kept in uh, house arrest until 1941, when he escaped um, disguised as a Pashtun uh, and he was um, transported through India from Bengal um, across Afghanistan and into the Soviet Union. Um, at this point, the Soviet Union is uh, in has a non-aggression pact with Nazi Germany, and they have all sorts of ties of cooperation, both economic and intelligence and strategic. Obviously, uh, by by the journey takes place in January 1941 because on June 22nd the Nazis invade the Soviet Union. The um, help that Bose sought, he thought originally it might actually come from Stalin. So he travelled to Moscow where he hoped. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That the, he could in some way reignite the great game between the Soviet Union and Great Britain and that the Soviet Union might be instrumental in helping to liberate the um, uh, liberate uh, India. Uh, Bose would have been uh, attracted a, a high degree of suspicion from Stalin. He was not in Comintern. He was uh, part of a, an independent left that Stalin would really not have been particularly fond of. And also, um, as far as Stalin was concerned, he didn't view um, dealings in India as being a particular priority. So Bose was quite disappointed and instead um, is transported to uh, Nazi Germany um, where he gets a far more favourable hearing from Ribbentrop, um, who obviously bears an immense amount of enmity and, and hatred towards the British and any opportunity to cause Britain trouble is uh, excitedly seized upon by him, however tenuous the chances of really making any difference uh, might well be. One of the great ironies is that when he's in Berlin after his meeting with uh, Ribbentrop, he is attached to the Special Bureau from India, for India, sorry, uh, and this is led by Adam von Trotz-Zussoltz, who was actually involved in the bomb plot against Hitler, and together they begin to build uh, an Indian legion in Germany from uh, Indian prisoners of war who were captured uh, in North Africa fighting for the British and begin to uh, broadcast propaganda radio into India itself. The Free India Legion that Bose creates um, had ultimate uh, loyalty um, sworn by oath to Adolf Hitler, uh, of which um, Bose was his uh, deputy in India. And um, the extent to which um, it would really have had any meaningful um, um, any meaningful impact on the outcome of the war or on Indian independence at all is, is, is doubtful. There were only 3,000 members 
of the Legion. And there was um, a uh, hope, um, but it had been a hope which had been kind of um, in uh, existence since the time of Napoleon, that uh, in British India could be invaded via Russia uh, through Afghanistan. Um, by Had this been a possibility, um, the success that the Nazis would have had to have experienced in the war would already have probably meant that Britain would and the Soviet Union would have been defeated by that point anyway. So it really was the you know the, the, the stuff of fantasy for the most part and a real um, distraction for Hitler. Perhaps um, Ribbentrop might have been more interested uh, in anything that could undermine the British. And the uh, value of uh, people like Bose or the uh, Grand Mufti of Jerusalem um, who visited uh, Hitler in 1941, um, the, their, the value of these figures really was uh, propaganda more than anything else uh, and they were uh, useful ways to muse about kind of undermining the British Empire um, whether they had any real significance at all is, is entirely doubtful. It would be the Japanese that would have the biggest impact on the British Empire uh, in 1942. Bose becomes aware of this in 1943 and escapes to Japan uh, via submarine. Um, he leaves his, um, uh, his, his Indian legion behind, uh, who do not really see any action at all during the war, um, and have some uh, awkward questions to answer at its conclusion, and um, they are uh, um, abandoned. Bose sees that um, Hitler is simply using him for propagandistic, propagandistic purposes, and there's never any really <coughs> serious German attempt to undermine the British in India. In Japan, Bose um, began to develop the Indian National Army. The Indian National Army was originally the brainchild of um, a Japanese officer, uh, Iwachi Fujiwara. Um, and Fujiwara was one of a number of Japanese um, innovative thinkers in terms of guerrilla warfare and in terms of uh, wars of national liberation in Asia. He was uh, among a generation of Japanese officers that believed that um, Japan was a figurehead for Asia, for anti-colonial struggles in Asia, and that um, they uh, there could be columns of Malay, Burmese, uh, Indian, Philippine, and other nationalities um, ready to march under Japan's banner and to help drive Western imperialists out of Asia. Unfortunately for this plan, the um, experience of Japanese imperialism in places like Indonesia and Burma is far more horrific than anything even European colonialists can think of um, to do. And so, very quickly, the realities of life under a new Japanese um, overlords are um, particularly unpleasant and unattractive. With Bose at the head of the INA, it saw a huge influx of uh, funding from um, the Indian diaspora of the uh, Southeast Asia. So uh, Indians in places like Malaya and in uh, Singapore um, gave large sums of money to the INA 
um, INA was led by a provisional government, the Azad Hind government, uh, which had recognition from nine Axis states, and there is some suggestion that it was recognised by the Soviet Union as well. And the the high water moment for the INA is the um, bid to invade India in the summer of 1944, um, uh, along with a Japanese army from Burma that uh, is defeated at the battles of Imphal and Kohima. While the uh, provisional government of India um, that was the brainchild of the creation of Bose and marched with the INA um, was able to have diplomatic recognition, it had its own currency, its own stamps, it had all the, the trappings of statehood um, in, in waiting. The uh, Indian soldiers of the INA realised that they were being treated um, as inferiors to the Japanese that they marched alongside. The uh, Japanese looked upon Indian ways with great sort of misgivings. Um, They believed the Indians to be sort of unclean and uncivilised people. Um, And the um, Indian soldiers were very often used for kind of fetch and carry duties. Um, And this created tension but not not a sufficient amount of tension really to um, derail the entire enterprise um, and to um, wreck the coalition but it made the uh, Japanese and the INA uneasy partners. Um, The view that the um, Indian Indian army, the regular uh, Indian army out of the INA, um, differs. Uh, Some INA men were shot as prisoners um, and uh, the British had uh, plans of mass executions um, and arrests um, of those of you uh, accused of of treachery. These things they are uh, talked out of at the end of the war. It's seen as prudent to not go ahead with this. However, there is... Uh, amongst a great many Indian people and a great many um, Indian servicemen in the, the regular Indian army, some degree of sympathy for the uh, INA soldiers, um, and they are not looked upon um, in many quarters particularly unfavourably. And this alone spells doom for British rule in India, um, just as the the kind of the the aftermath of Bose's death does. British military defeat across Southeast Asia in 1942 and the uh, wholesale abandonment of uh, Britain's um, Asian subjects in places like Malaya, um, a mixture of Malays, Indians and Chinese are really left in the lurch as white Europeans um, flee for their lives. Um, and the um, it's, it's this kind of thing that loses Britain any respect, any remaining respect it had uh, in its Indian Empire, uh, and there was uh, a, a belief that the uh, the might of the British uh, was so great that it could not be overcome, um, and the the Japanese relatively easily, with arguably particularly in Malaya, fewer forces demonstrate that this is this is indeed not the case and um the uh, the emperor's new clothes are very much clearly revealed on on that score 
Bose died on the 18th of August 1945 when an overcrowded transport aircraft flew from Taiwan, still occupied by Japan, uh, and making its way towards the Soviet Union, um, at least towards uh, uh, Soviet-occupied Manchuria. Bose had hoped that Japan would be able to resist um, the Americans for long enough that his Azad Hind movement would be able to uh, establish itself um, as a representative of India by the time the inevitable happened and Japan was defeated and whatever peace conference he imagined would occur in the aftermath uh, occurred. Um, When he saw that um, this was not likely to happen, he decided that um, reading the Kind of the tea leaves of the new Cold War, he saw that Stalin would be the new antagonist towards Britain and it was important to get to Moscow as quickly as possible. Um, he was rather out of luck in the timing of the dropping of the two atomic bombs. He, Bose thought he had uh, weeks or months longer than he did. He thought perhaps the war would drag on into 1946. But it's ended very quickly and uh, the the flight that crashed uh, that some have conspiracy theorists have suggested was some kind of piece of final uh, british subterfuge and you know a british assassination attempt which as the plane was flying out of japanese occupied taiwan i find highly unlikely the um there was a widespread disbelief that bose was dead um in uh, august 1945 particularly in india there were a few. Uh, there were uh, many people who believed again this was British propaganda and, and misinformation. Um, but the fact that um, his death is greeted in India um, for, by many people as a tragedy um, and as something that really this was a great man cut down in his prime um, really does suggest that Britain had lost almost all her credibility during the war and that um, what perhaps if Subhas Chandra Bose signifies anything he signifies something in his death um, he signifies that um, he died um, just at the same uh, just at the moment that um, loyalty towards the uh, the British Raj and support for it in India was on the critical list anyway um, and both deaths the death of Bose and the death of British India were caused by the Great Asian War from 1942 to 1945. Anyway, I hope you found that interesting and useful, and um, I'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast. Um, we've got some new ebook titles coming out in a few weeks, um, and there are um, a whole bunch of exciting things we've got planned for the new year, but more on that. Uh, More on that next time. Speak to you soon. All the best. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.